Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, welcome to the highlight of my week. Because there's all the wells. Welcome to the low light of my week. <laughs> oh. Oh. What? It's a little dim in here. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, Jeff, what's uh, been news since our last recording? Uh, hopefully you all can get this episode because currently uh, AWS is still down. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. They, took a, they took some kind of hard outage earlier in the day, and it was like 11 o'clock Eastern, I think is when it started, and they basically anything, it, it's one of those, like, you start to realize who all uses a AWS, provider yeah. when they go down, and yeah, I mean, like Disney Plus and Netflix and all sorts of fun things were all... Hmm. Just kind of sitting there with their maintenance screens on. It was so bad. Normally, when I drive up, I'll pop an order into my Wendy's app and, and uh, you know grab something on the way up. And even Wendy's was like, "Nope, nah, bro, <laughs> we in no, maintenance mode, <laughs> nah, bro." Okay, wow. we we out of food. <laughs> no, no, I I actually had to go through the drive-through <gasps> and actually speak my order out loud. It was the worst. Oh god, it was the absolute worst. God, Sounds face like to face human interaction. Ugh. What the heck is this? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, Jesus. Oh. Uh, well, what about you? I went up to D.C. for a couple days. How was that? Weird. Um, drove up on Sunday and, of course, dealt with the post-Thanksgiving traffic. So getting up there took like two hours longer than it usually does. Sucks. And then, you know, my friend works. You know, I mean, I'm just screwing around town for a couple days. And then... uh. It's like nothing's open on a Monday or a Tuesday. You know, I mean, it's just the way breweries are, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I did poke into the, there is an other half location in D.C. now. They brew there. Nice. Um, I have one of their beers loaded up for a future show. It's, yeah. I don't know, an other half Imperial Stout. Like I they saw do. that. It's like, this looks super interesting. Yeah, this, that, and the other. But like one of the first things they brewed, so it would be barrel-aged and ready for their one year. Uh, that was the highlight of the trip. Um, D.C. itself, I think, first brewery opened maybe a little t- over 10 years ago, and that was uh, D.C. Brow. Other than that, like you couldn't have tap rooms really in D.C. or in the area until kind of recently. I mean, okay. recently, like last couple of years. So their beer scene up there is just not that developed. Gotcha which is kind of wild. I, I usually say, like, if you're in a big city, big metropolitan area, like, the the floor has to be pretty high. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in a new market like D.C., in which case, like, you can get it. No, it doesn't matter. Oof, that, oh. was a, that was an adjustment. Went to Blue Jacket, which is one of the coolest breweries that I've ever been to still, where it's, like, in the old Navy Yards and, like, the warehouse district of D.C., and, the ceilings are like you know, three or four stories just straight up. So the ceiling is high. That's yes. What I'm hearing. So, <laughs> but they have like their brew house on the top, like the top floor, if you will. And then like a level below is all the fermenters. A level below is all their conditioning tanks and everything. So you don't need pumps if you're brewing there, except like just to recirculate wort inside the boil kettle. Like if you're just trying to do a transfer, gravity fed. Holy oh, cow. It's so cool. cool. So that was just, it's one of those spots that every time I go, I just break my neck staring at everything. Like, it's just neat. Cool. So we're going to have to ask you to leave. This is a Wendy's. You're our equipment too much. Hey, do what I want. Uh, Any other standouts from your 
DC trip? No. No, it was not really about beer. Gotcha. But but also, like, even if it was, wasn't much to do on a Monday and a Tuesday. No, good point. Yeah, next time I'll... Plan better. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I was up there for something on Tuesday, so driving back on Wednesday. Was, oh, okay. But I left, like, too early to hit up anything in Richmond. It was Wait. just like, this sucks. I mean, I dumb, dumb transportation question. Isn't there, like, a fairly fast train from here to there, or am I making that up? Yeah, but uh, it was... It's but actually you can't go to Richmond to the brewery that isn't open yet. See, ah, yeah, touche. Yeah. And touché. I did stop in Richmond on my way up there. So yeah, whatever. Gotcha. In in hindsight, that was probably a bad week for me to be doing stuff. Thanksgiving holiday traffic sure. sucked. Mm. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, I'm sure that's no no fun. Yeah. Speaking of no fun. Yeah. Um. So we've had, I believe we've had this beer on the show, haven't we? We it have. Feels like we have. Okay. We have. Um, years ago, a bunch of Raleigh breweries got together and brewed a collaborative kind of a protest beer called Don't Be Mean to People. And this was in response to North Carolina legislature passing uh, an anti-transgender bill, HB2. Anyway, our the current lieutenant governor of North Carolina, if you're not from here, uh, maybe you've missed his more eloquent musings recently. He's kind of saying some shitty things like gay people are filth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's time for don't be mean to people to ride again. And instead of protesting, you know, HB two was overturned. Uh, now it's, you know, all proceeds are going to like <coughs> gay supporting um, nonprofits. So it's like, and the donation is going to be made in the Lieutenant governor's name, which I think is just the right amount of petty. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's a, that's a bit of petty. Yep. So it's a golden rule. Saison. Uh, I look forward to giving this a shot. I mean, I, was saying, I, I wonder if they're changing the recipe up. I remember having that beer. It was the Saison of some form. Mm-hmm. I don't know that the beer was necessarily super crazy. Anything spectacular. Yeah. The, yeah, the beer I mean, was fine, but, Still, I'll give it a shot again. Yep. Here we go. Here we go again. Yep. Again. Again. All right. In happier news, is this really happy? Is it? Yeah, I'm. I'm not so sure it's happy, but uh, so New Realm Brewing is trying to put a brewery in downtown Greenville. This, this is the one that was going to be in Charlotte uh-huh. and then was going to be in Atlanta. Uh-huh. It is they, in Atlanta. They have one in Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is Mitch Steele's baby. He's the... Mitch por- Steele. I know. Talk about an awesome name. Like, brewer or porn alias. Why not? Or MMA fighter. I mean, or- Mitch Steele definitely feels like, you know, like a Skinamax actor. <laughs> I wouldn't give him full porn status. I yeah. like definitely Skinamax. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. In Atlanta... Was going to come to Charlotte, but ended up buying Green Flashes, Virginia location instead. Then they're opening a place in Savannah and Charleston. And then I find out about Greenville thanks to this news thing. Like, how many new realms are there going to be? Sounds like a lot. It's the new, new realm. It's the new, new. Not the old, new realm. Not the new, old realm. Or wait. But the new, old realm. Wait, huh? What? Yeah, so it sounds like some of the Greenville... uh, uh, Residents and, and to me, like, I all I could see in my head as I'm reading this article is like a scene from Parks and Rec 
you know. <laughs> we don't want music outside. We don't want music out. You know, like yeah. where's, where's the guy, right? You know, and it seems like that's the big thing is they're concerned that it's going to be too loud. Which you know, if you're, I, I looked at the map and it's, um, you know, down the hill across the river, okay. and then where it kind of the road kind of splits, it's it's down or that. I don't know how much housing's out there, but I know they put in a lot of new apartments in that general kind of maybe a couple square mile uh, vicinity. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I would want you know outdoor music that close to me either, but. It's a whole thing. Um, and not to mention the parking, right? Because yeah. that, that's a tough area to park in as is. So Yeah, down, downtown Greenville is a pain in the ass to park. Unless you're staying at one of the hotels. That's about the only time that it's not a pain in the ass. Um, that must be um, New Realm's MO because it was impossible to find a place to park in the Atlanta location too. So. Mm. It was to the point that our Lyft driver is like, I'm going to let you out here. It's at the bottom of the hill. Just good luck. Yeah. Like, okay. Fair enough. I mean, he couldn't like just get you up to the door. It was fine. Okay. Once we got closer, I completely understood why he was like, this is my line at the sand and I'm not going back. This is the Mendoza line. I am not crossing it. It's not (laughs) his first rodeo. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if they, uh, you know what the what they're going to do with this if they're going to play music outdoors or not or and you know I guess I kind of get it but think of how loud music is outdoors at any brewery that I've ever been to like it's it's not that bad no it, it's it's really not you're right but also if you're going to open it up to the public if you give people an opportunity to complain about something they will find a reason to complain about it well yes. and and you know Two, typically you're not going to hear screamo death metal bands going. How do I know that? How do I know that? They haven't published their, you know, (laughs) artist list yet. Their artist list. Yeah, that's true. I didn't know every single person they plan on booking for the next five years. And I want a list of songs that they're hoping to play. (laughs) And I'm going to be out there. Unreleased stuff. And I'm going to be out there with my little decibel measuring device, you know, making sure you don't go over the limit. Because I'm going to call the cops. Yeah, whatever. Uh, more bad news, man. This is just like the bad news show. Uh, wow. We've talked, it feels like already. This is, this, like a, this is like my beer glass is completely empty show, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like ad nauseum at this point about the supply chain issues that are facing craft breweries. But this article kind of does a little better job of just some of the quick hot takes that we have seen out there about some of this. It's not terrible. Y'all making funny faces. It's not very good. <clears throat> Sometimes. Oh, just, just like the supply chain issues. Yeah. Uh, so we know cans are a big issue. Yep. And we know they continue to be an issue. Uh, one thing that I guess didn't really click for me until I read this article was just boats being stuck in port. And let's say that I've got tap handles or neon that are sitting in a month's worth of boats that have been in port. And I have to wait yep. for those boats to get cleared out before my, you know, basic stuff of tap handles or neon that I need can get unloaded and get on its way to me. And sometimes these things are, are sitting there for a month to a month and a half before they're even getting touched. Or if you're 
you know, you decide to save some money and go with a Chinese made, you know, steel fermenters. Yeah. Good luck. Go well, to be a minute. It, it, unfortunately, people get desperate. Yeah. I need my stuff. I need who, oh, you have it. I'm going to go ahead and order from you. And it's, you know, except now you can't stand. get your stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> right back to square one. So uh, this uh, isn't anything that we haven't talked about on the show. It's just very thorough and just consolidated all into one spot. So if you really want to get a look at exactly what the full scope of supply chain issues, uh, facing breweries, kind of what that looks like, uh, give it a shot. Well, I don't say if you guys don't mind, there was another one that really stuck out to me too. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Cardboard. Cardboard has gone up 30% in really? cost. Ugh. And like Anderson Valley, the, the story was talking specifically about Anderson Valley. They were doing a big run. Mm-hmm. They had to stop their run mid-production because they were out of ca- cardboard cases to put everything in. Oh, geez. Like yeah. The, the one thing that you just don't think about. Right. Exactly. That's you know, exactly. cans, labels. Oh, yeah. Or flats. Yep. And that's exactly what they talked about. They were like, um, yeah, we didn't plan to run out of cardboard. I mean, nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition. You know? And right. I feel like that's what's happening. Like, we all heard it started rumbling, you know, a year or so ago. And then, you know, the stupid boat got stuck sideways in the in the canal. And it just kept getting worse and worse. I think everybody kind of expected like, well, okay, okay, okay. But like, it's not going to be that bad. I can still go to my store and get things. And then suddenly it was like, <laughs> yeah, good luck. Remember the sim- simpler days of toilet paper hoarding? Uh-huh. And now people are running out of cardboard to just put beer cans in. Right, exactly. That's kind of what I was sitting there thinking. I'm like, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think the other thing, and we all know this, but the price of what we're paying for these craft beers is going to go up even more so because cardboard's hard to source now. Aluminum's impossible to source now. They're paying the premium, so what do you think's going to happen? And spoiler alert, even when things kind of get back to normal, I don't really expect prices to plummet back either well it's kind of like video games i mean you know what's funny is growing up a video game cost 60 to 70 bucks and then they started to go down to this 40 or 50 dollar price range it stayed there for a very long time it sure did and then this next next gen stuff started coming out and they went right back up to their 60 70 dollar price tags and everybody's like whoa what the fuck man yeah and then it wasn't even that wasn't bad enough it was the now you're gonna buy the season pass for $25, which really is nothing more than an unlock key. Yep. Although they've gotten better about like, we're not going to download all this to you until it's ready. But all, you know, it used to be, you could get a new release game for 60 bucks, but now it's like, well, I need like, you know, the special early adopter edition that has the extra special XP and the extra boost and the season pass and all that. And like $115 later, I've got this collectible that I really didn't need, but I'm like, well, for an extra 10 bucks, I might as well go all in. You know? Right. Exactly. Or you just wait until that stuff hits 20 bucks and call it a day. I don't know. You're, I, you're I, smart and patient. Yeah. I, I am neither. I still have my little plastic chest from my Borderlands 2 kit and I love it. Very cool. Yeah. I used to have the cat halo helmet until I, Left it back in Kansas, but I had the cat halo helmet for years and years and years. Well, what, what are you going to use? What was I ever going to do with that stupid thing? But I was like, oh, it's halo helmet. I must buy. Shut up and take my money. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, this was an interesting article that Wells posted. Oh, this is terrifying. <laughs> Go ahead. I really, I really, uh, it took me way longer than it should have for me to pick up what they were laying down in here. Um, because the 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 article title is or the uh, the link was is a monster merger brewing and I'm like okay I see constellation and I'm kind of skimming and I'm kind of skimming I'm like who are they merging with yeah oh monster oh yes monster <laughs> monster beverage yeah extreme I got nothing um so it turns out that makers of monster. Uh, beverages, so like Monster Rehab, Monster whatever else the heck they've got going on, and um, and Constellation are in early merger talks. So great! This, I mean, it's scary. Was it the monster joke that we were making that it was scary? He doesn't like monsters. Why is it scary I'm otherwise? Scared. I'm yeah, confused. It's I, this really shouldn't be a surprise. You know, business either. Catches the market and innovates and leads in, in a segment, or they look for ways to try and shake it up. Um, for years, I've seen companies go the mergers and acquisitions route to get tax breaks to help their bottom line. Yeah. You know, that could be what's going on here. Constellation was in a buying phase there for a while, and I don't know what happened to them. They just basically took a nap on all of it. I think they learned their fucking lesson, is what happened. Yeah, after, wasn't it Ballast Point that they bought and then yeah. turned around and sold at a deep discount? Yeah. 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 Whoops. Yeah. Anybody else want this? No? 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 What, what, what if we knock 50% off the, no? 75. 75. I feel like Constellation was bidding for Ballast Point as, and, and there was like somebody else on the other side of the country on the same eBay auction just like dinking it up. <laughs> like a nickel at a time just to keep them in the, you know, and then suddenly they're like, wait, 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 I didn't mean to buy it. I yeah. Just... Yeah. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> so, you know, two questions are a, of course, will this happen? It's early still. I'm sure we'll be talking about it, you know, when it does. And B, is this going to last? Because Constellation's track record with the mergers is pretty poor. Yeah, so, well, I mean, poor. So Monster, which has a bit of funding from Coke, you know, there's a merger there, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Monster take the kind of the majority stake, if you will, the 50.1%. Yeah. 50. And then Coke kind of swoops in and is like, okay, you're mine now. Yep. And now they've got, you know, probably not until they need to do it. But the second that Pepsi starts getting serious about selling, you know, hard alcohol outside of Chico Bongo, you know, Coke's got to have something there. It's Topo Chico asshole. Right, 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 right. Mmm, Topo Chico asshole. Mm. Yeah, I don't get that flavor either. Uh, a little, little corny for your taste. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, this <laughs> last article. So this is more like, a, a, I mean, it it is a sponsored piece, but it... Oh, it, are we getting paid then? No, I wish. Well, Motherfucker. I know, it's somebody, somebody else at SpawnCon. But it's all about how Sierra Nevada sources their hops for their celebration IPA. And, you know, yeah, this is a puff piece written by the brewery, but it does hold a ton of... It's super interesting. It is. Yeah. yeah. If you it like is. celebration, and we do. Mm -hmm. Oh, we love it. It's, yeah. uh, I've only gotten like five full packs this year. So <clears> nice. I got super excited the other day. 
Teeter was running a deal. It was twelve ninety nine for a twelve pack. I'm like, well, I'll go ahead and take two. Jeez. Although one of them uh, has a lot of gushers. Huh. Like maybe they're just like they're. I think they're just super filled. Yeah. So Weird. I mean, it, they're fine. It tastes great. Whatever. But yeah. But yeah, if you like celebration, uh, it's a fun kind of like if you've ever really wondered what the fresh hop craze is all about and why it's important like there's actually a lot of pretty neat kind of behind the scenes uh in this i actually did my homework for once I, i'm noticing i'm <laughs> very fucking impressed so, suddenly he's looking look at the big brain on brad <laughs> like he actually knows what we're talking about wells what is happening I don't know. for the first time in forever it's I like, mean, what you guys are right. It, it is fascinating to see, you know, number one, they fly up to Yakima Valley and they're, you know, literally smelling all of these hops. And most of the time they go on a truck within 24 hours. Yeah. And they, within two to three days of them visiting, it is brewed, which yeah. that's pretty fucking amazing. Really. It, it is. And, you know, I've seen a whole bunch of breweries post like, you know, two days ago, this stuff was like on a bind. And today it's in our kettle. Like those, those type of things are always super neat to see. Like the yeah. amount of coordination that it takes to kind of know what time of day these things are being delivered and to ensure maximum freshness, like have your, you know, wort approaching a boil, but damn Sierra Nevada is working at a completely different scale than you know, any brewery <laughs> around here is. So, you know, they're talking about like thousands of pounds of these, like, just picked hops like getting delivered like to Chico and to Asheville or to um, Mills River Mills River as well like that's so cool yeah, yeah. like and, just from a logistics standpoint yeah and like in refrigerated trucks and like literally they're you know in the fields they're smelling these hops they're they even one of the parts that really fascinated me was they went to one of the hop farms it said, it's almost there, but it's not ready yet. And so we're going to give it 12 hours and we're going to come back. Like, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, Yeah. I, well, and, and I know I've told the story a couple times in the past, but when I was at Deschutes, they were like, the brew staff was like pacing, waiting for the fresh hop delivery because they were making, I think it was the first year they ran Getting Freshies. Getting Freshies? I think it was called. But like, you could, like, it was... It was like electric in the in the brewery. Like yeah. they were all excited because like this was the big moment, and they were kind of like a little frustrated because they had wanted to start a little bit earlier. But you know, kind of this article kind of clues me into something I never considered before, which was the, the hops may not have been just quite ready enough. Yep. To get them to the the brewery by you know three o'clock or or whatever like that. So it's it's. It's a little inside baseball, sure, but it is kind of neat if you were, especially if you enjoy celebration. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a neat, like, uh, behind the scenes, or what was that? What's that show they used to have on Food Network? Uh, something Unwrapped. Yeah, you just know, Unwrapped. Show, like, yeah, how, how the candy was made and all that kind of yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, and, and I reading this article, I half expect within the next five years that their hops will be flown to Mills River instead of driven in a refrigerated truck for two to three extra days. Yeah. Drones, baby, drones. <laughs> what I never... Train. What I didn't know, I mean, I never looked or asked or anything, is what hop varietals go into um, celebration to begin with. And it's a two-hop beer. It is Cascade and Centennial, two of the OG uh, hop varieties. So, yeah. Which I feel like we had in some of those other fresh hop beers that we had. Um, I don't know that many of them could hold up to celebration, but... It's, uh, you know, 
they're OG for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Are we uh, ready for break? Sure. We'll be back in 30. How does that work? Uh, so we're going to talk about all the beer that Wells brought us. Oh, and Josh has got one. Yay! Um, and whether or not we'd buy it. Real simple. Yes or no. No worrying about whether or not a 3.75 in Wells' world equals a 1J7 in Josh's world. It's all simple. Yes or no. Buy or nary. Buy or no buy. So up first... From uh, Denizens Brewing Company in the uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. Yes. Uh, this is the lowest lowered ESB, an English style ale. Um, classified as a strong bitter. Uh, starting out first beer syndrome, I was like, oh, I like this. This is, it's bitter and it's, you know, it's what it, it says it is and this is all good. And um, going through the lineup and coming around again, I was just kind of like, ho-hum about it um it, it's not a bad beer i just maybe could use a little more Oomph. bitter a little more malt um but it's not bad i'm just not gonna buy it i, I don't find myself in silver spring maryland ever <laughs> or in the dc general area either okay okay yeah. well so, um it's a curious thing i was talking on the show about how i've been on a bitters kick lately and you know, good on this brewery for, I mean, this is one of their flagship beers. Um, you know, it's, you know, am I going to buy it? I think I'm going to give them like a sympathy vote. Yes. It's on the cusp. I think I'm with you, Jeff. I want just a little bit more out of it, but this is a very approachable bitter. It's, it's a little mild. It's a little disappointing. It's a little bit like diet ESB, Yes, but I still like it. I think it, I think I could like it more, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a buy Josh. Yeah. See, I'm not going to be as nice. It, it definitely is diet ESB. It doesn't have any body to it at all. Uh, <clears throat> which is a big bummer. Cause that's to me, one of my favorite things about ESBs is having that nice full body. It's just not there. So absolutely no buy Jeff next beer up. All right. Next up from DC Brow, the joint resolution, uh, which is listed as an IPA new England. In the uh, untapped world, uh, I'm not sure I'd call this a New England IPA. This is more of just your garden variety, um, five and a half percent hazy IPA. Uh, it's fine. It's not offensive to me. It's fine. It's I just fine. You know, I, I if I'm at DC Brow, I would feel okay having this. Um, I definitely would want to try the other IPAs they had first, but. Uh, this one isn't isn't hurting me at all. So, um, sure, I'll buy it. Whatever. Oh, you will buy this? Wow! I'm surprised. Wow. I know. Damn, we just got purposed. Yeah, we did. I mean, it's 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 right there on the cusp, and it's it's like I'm trying to be more welcoming to some of these hazies, even though yeah. Well, wow, wow. Uh, whereas the last beer was kind of a diet style. But 
I, I went for it. This one was like just a diet hazy, and I can't. There's not enough here. There's not enough presence, not enough oomph. There's not enough hoppiness. I mean, this was just, yeah, uh, definitely. For all the reasons that you like it or the reasons I don't. So that's a no-buy from me, Josh. Yeah, if, if I'm at DC Brow or <coughs> have a chance to have a DC Brow beer, it ain't this one. Yep. Give me on the wings of Armageddon all day, any day over this bad boy. Oh, yeah. No, that's well, cool. yeah. Uh, this just, it, th- there is nothing here that I liked about it at all. So no-buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Highwire. It's their double high-pitch IPA. Uh, basically, the imperial version of high-pitch IPA. Um, if you like high-pitch, you're going to like this. I'm not crazy about high-pitch. It's fine, but I'm not reaching for it. Uh, likewise, uh, this is fine. I'm probably not going to reach for it, except for the fact that it's 9%, and it drinks like 6 Yeah. Uh, this is one of those beers that uh, you'd probably get turned pretty quick on, but uh, you got to drink them first. And for me, it's a no-buy. Wells? Well, the good news is you can't taste that it's a 9% beer. The bad news is it tastes like a beer that isn't very good. Um, I'm not getting turned off of this because I just want to turn this into the sink. This, I, You just want to turn it off. Well, you're uh, yeah. really stretching uh, no, the wordplay. I appreciate I the I, I did not like this beer, Josh. We we need to have words after the show. I'm dis. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Well, all right. So here's the honest question: Jeff doesn't like high pitch. Do you like normal high pitch? I don't. Mm, I, high pitch isn't like a beer that's stuck in my memory. Okay, fair enough. So I might not. Mm, this this just tasted kind of musty to me. Okay. That said, I'm definitely not going to buy it. Yeah, Josh. I can tell. I actually really like this beer. Um, it was kind of one of those, you know, I'm, I am not going to local beer stores like I used to because I'm trying to save money. And that is an easy way to make yourself broke is walking in and walking out with a $200 bill and going, oh, God, what did I just do? They don't make $200 bills. It's probably counterfeit. Yeah. Well, damn it. It's no they wonder I'm, not, I'm no longer asked back. Uh, but this is one of those just hanging out at the teeter, and I was like, "Huh, interesting." It's not like super old. It's fresh. It's, I mean, it's it's, it's fresh within for what six it is. weeks. Yeah. Um, now, is this the greatest beer on the face of the planet? Absolutely not. Uh, would I buy this again? Probably not. But I also thought about something. We haven't had a high wire beer on the show forever, and we used to gush all over these guys. It wasn't necessarily their IPAs, but I I, I think what happened is they started. They started trying to be too many things in too many places, and then they had they had that run of ten W forties, and we had like two or three in a row that were pretty rough. And I think that was kind of that thing where it was like, this is a brewery that I used to trust, and now they're going to go into timeout for a while. Yeah. Well, their adjuncted ten W forties were complete garbage. Yeah, they also had like barrel variants because I remember having the Amberana. Oh, Amberana was good. The Amberana was fantastic. The that bourbon barrel was that good. That made up for like the, the king cake version. Like, yeah. that, that's a crime against humanity. Yeah. Maple donut. I'm like, what? Just yeah, pass. All right, rogue. <laughs> next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Uh, for Washington, D.C., this is three stars Southern Bell. I don't really conflate Southern Bell in Washington, D.C. together, but okay. I don't either. It's probably because this has pecans in it 
Or pecans. 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 Oh, I know. I'm just you know, pecan. The folks down here, you know. Oh god. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, so it's a eight and a half percent imperial brown ale brewed with pecans. Um, it's not bad. I would uh, I would like this with some pecan pie mm-hmm. to to kind of like I I want something to eat with this. Um, I'm not a huge enough fan of browns on their own. So I wouldn't buy this, but um, it is good. I just, I, it's not my jam, not my style. So no buy for me. Wells, um, I do love a good brown. I'm more a fan of an English brown than an American brown. This definitely leans a little bit to the American side. A little bit uh, more hop forward. Uh, pecans, not getting a ton of them, but it's enough that I'm happy. What I'm seriously happy about, I have no idea how in the heck they pull this 8.7% out of their hat because this drinks like a five to me at least. Um, Yeah, it is very thin. Um, This would go great with food. This would go great with something smoked, some dessert. Um, I like this. I don't, I don't love it, but I like it a lot. Some, some nice uh, smoked brisket. Of course. I mean, what wouldn't? Yeah, 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 that's true. So that's a buy. Maybe that high wire. Josh. And I'm sorry, uh, you were a buy? Uh, no buy. Bye, no buy. No buy no. Cursed. Uh, this is, I like it. it. It's nice. It's roasty. It's got a good body to it. Um, I can definitely taste the pecans. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is delicious. This is an absolute buy for me. Uh, this final beer up, I don't feel like it's fair, but that's okay. What is our final beer up? Uh, <coughs> from Aslan Beer in... Uh... Alexandria, Virginia. Alexandria, Virginia. This is their Colchester, a maple syrup bourbon barrel aged imperial stout. Um, Wells, do you offhand know if is this maple bourbon barrels, uh, maple syrup bourbon barrels, or is this maple syrup and then barrel aged? Or I think this is a like the barrels are maybe. formerly of maple syrup and bourbon. Um. This this drinks like maple syrup. It is chewy. It is stuck between my teeth. Um, I I really just want like a huge stack of pancakes right now. I am hungry. Uh, I can tell. That's not obvious. <laughs> um, I mean, again, it's it's thick. It's 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 definitely too thin to use like as a syrup. But it wouldn't take much to get it to a syrup consistency. This is just absolutely delicious. Um, big, big buy for me. Wells? I uh, had to look this Sorry, one up. I can, I can stall for you a little oh, bit. Oh, it's so good. I had to look this one up real quick um, just to make sure it was maple bourbon barrels. So maple syrup, bourbon barrel, whatever. Um, aged for over 24 months. <laughs> um, that was what I really wanted to know because... What I do know is it's 14 and a half percent. Yeah. Uh, not only can you feel this in between your teeth, I made the joke to you off mic. Like, I feel like I could floss with this. Uh, this is, this is really good. Um, shocked at how smooth this is. It is a little hot, but at first, and then it just kind of mellows out. It just puts me to sleep. At least I really enjoy this and it is a solid buy. Josh, I, f- I find it interesting that, um, it's it's very very sweet, mm-hmm. but it isn't like overstaying its presence. Mm-hmm. And like you'd have told me up front, oh yeah, this was a 
This beer was aged for 24 months in, you know, former maple bourbon barrels. I'd be like, oh, God, this is going to be cloying as hell. And I'm going to need a te- uh, tetanus shot. I'm probably going to need a tetanus shot. And, and probably some well, insulin. you should get a tetanus shot. Well, yeah, yeah that's, all, that's, that's yeah. the whole thing, too. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't do. What do you think, Josh? Hook this in my veins, please. That's pretty tasty. Please make my veins nothing but bourbon maple syrup, and I will live forever and have ah. diabetes constantly. This is delicious. Um, you know, th- that's that weird fine line between the fake and the real maple syrup of the teeth. Do you feel it in your teeth? Is it coating your teeth? Is it nice, thick, and viscous? And that's exactly what this is. And then, yeah, while well, I was seeing what you saw, it's just like, okay, now it all completely makes sense as to why. As you know, it's I've, I've talked about it before. Uh, typically, I go blind into this. Like, I don't look at any of the beers. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about them. It's just, surprise, motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> and it's always kind of fun of not paying attention to what we're going to have. Right, right. Because you just don't know. And a lot of what I do when I, when I set up the lineup, I'm like, well, okay, Wells wanted to get all this DC stuff in. We'll get all the DC stuff in. That's fine. And then, you know, kind of like looking at styles and kind of figuring out like, all right, we'll see what this is. I don't know what half this stuff is. Right. I don't look that deep. Every now and then I do. I did peek at the uh, at the uh, end cap for next show because I was just curious. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but most of them, I have no idea. This this was a, is a it, Clark. It's just a real nice surprise. surprise. Yes, it's exactly. Just a real nice <laughs> surprise. Damn, this is good. Uh, it's time for I tap that Jeff. How does that work? Uh, we're all tapping the maple one. Let's move on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really. <laughs> I have to ask it, but I do. I, yeah, I know. Like, Je- Jeff's right. This is the time where we just all say Colchester and move on. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, what's the river in London? The it's, it's in the show notes. That's for good. next episode. So, so oh. I, oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, okay. Okay, we'll talk about it next <laughs> Yeah, time. we'll talk about it next episode. Uh, what we can't talk about now is our uh, Patreon. Uh, thanks to our Patreon supporters. We're able to uh, get some replacement mics and got rid of the buzz. Yeah. Not like the, the Charlotte buzz. Is that the Hornets? Yes. Yes. But just uh, the the random buzz that was in there, we had uh, a couple. We had a bad mic, and then our backup mic also uh, went out. So apologies for all of that, but we should be good to go going forward. Uh, mics, like everything else, have gone up in price. So again, thank you, Patreon supporters. If yes. you'd like to join them, patreon.com slash craftbeercast. I have never sounded so good. Well, there was that time that you were quiet for 10 minutes. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> and those remote shows, you sounded okay, too. Oh. At any rate, um, that's the show. Uh, come check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. We've got our Patreon. We've got a Facebook. Um, link up with us. If you want to uh, harass Josh, slide into his DMs at CBCast. Wells, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at all the Wells. Josh, where can they find you? You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend. Tell somebody. I have listened to this show for however long you have and however long you have. I and all of us greatly appreciate it. Uh, don't forget about our subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. Uh, post stories, post news ideas, anything like that. Uh, if there's just any fun topic you want to hear the three of us rant about, We'll probably either rant about it or feel very weird about reading a story because sometimes that happens too when it's three white dudes and it's you know stories about sexual harassment which suck and I hate 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 that that keeps happening but it should happen. 
But it's what the sexual harassment should happen. Jesus Christ, Josh, no. you're a monster. Yeah, yeah, you're it's such a monster, and it also explains why you're so huggy when we get them. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's about it. So we will talk to you guys next Thursday.